listening to Finding Your Genius Zone with Dirk Nouvelle. It's not just a job. It's not just a paycheck. Or at least it doesn't have to be. With the help of experts across industries, Dirk helps you find your passion and career, as well as exposing the unknown parts of every vocation. Let's go deep. Let's find your genius zone right now. Here's Dirk Nivelle. Hey everybody, this is Dirk Nivelle. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm excited to have Jolene Larson on with me today. And, uh, you know, for a couple of reasons, Jolene's a close friend of our family. Uh, her daughter and my daughter are best friends. Uh, they've got a really good core group of girls and, and we just love their family. But, you know, I have not had anybody in Jolene's industry yet um, as far as uh, the career of being a nurse. And so I'm really interested because there's so many questions that I have, but, you know, I know you all are tuning in um, and you're interested to learn a little bit about the lifestyle behind being a nurse. And Jolene's been in the business um, or in the field a very long time. Uh, from, from what I gather, she's done a lot of different things. And I think she's going to be a great resource. So welcome to the show, Jolene. Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, I appreciate it very much. So I'm going to try to stop rambling and maybe people are tuning in right now because they're interested in what you do. So can you just in your own words, articulate what it is like, whether it's your title or, you know, you have different responsibilities, but tell the audience what exactly it is you do. Sure. Um, I'm a nurse. I'm a registered nurse. I, um, received a, uh, my BSN uh, from Seattle Pacific University. Um, and then I actually have spent my entire career at Overlake Hospital in Bellevue, Washington, um, where I am working now as a, a primary charge nurse in the operating room. We have uh, 17 um, ORs. So essentially, um, and the charge nurse in, in uh, perioperative uh, services. So that, um, that umbrella is, uh, the pre-op, uh, the OR, um, the, uh, the PACU, the post anesthesia care unit. Um, I spend most of my time in the pre-op area and, um, but, um, but yeah, I've been 27 years now at Overlake. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I'm just listening and there's all these things going off in my head as far as, so is it normal to be with the same hospital that long? I mean, I've been interviewing people that <laughs> move in and out of their jobs within like two years and mm -hmm. 27 years seems like a lifetime. Is that typical? <laughs> um, good question. Um, yes and no. So um, when I first um, got into nursing or when I was really spending some time thinking about it in college, actually. Um, I knew that uh, having a family was very important to me and uh, wanting to have a real good work-life balance was really important to me. So um, in starting at Overlake, um, um, I have had the opportunity, well, I started there, you know, right when I, right when I graduated from college mm -hmm. and, uh, in working there at Overlake, I've had the opportunity to, um, change departments many times. Um, and in some ways that would be equivalent to, um, changing companies and having different roles or different type of reallocations that in the business world people do. But for me, um, having, um, 
the uh, the flexibility, uh, the work life balance, the um, uh, stay, staying within the same organization, um, I found for me personally was really advantageous for me, um, to be able to do something different, um, and change roles is, uh, we can certainly get into that a little bit later, but, um, it's quite easy to do. Um, and I have worked in uh, a lot of different areas of, uh, nursing, um, actually within Overlake hospital. Yeah, that's okay. That's really, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that like, I've had these interviews with people where like apparel or a, even a firefighter and I was blown away by all the options, like the different flavors of the same title. Absolutely. And like, and so can you just like, again, I'm a dummy here. I don't know much about, I mean, I've been in over like many times, you know, whether it's, you know, operations or, uh, you know, having our children there or whatever. And, and I know how powerful it is when you have good medical people around you, uh, especially when there's issues. And so, but I don't really understand um, the different, like, are there a hundred flavors of a nurse? I mean, or are there 15 or like how many, like if someone's wanting to be a nurse and they just think, you know, they're used to going to the, the doctor and there's always a nurse there or whatever. I mean, how many different options do you have in your career? Absolutely. I mean, the, the most wonderful thing about nursing, honestly, is you really, you can write your own ticket. I mean, you can work as a nurse on a cruise ship and in a school, you can work at Microsoft as a nurse, you can work in the, you know, all different, you know, arms of, of a hospital. Um, you can, um, you can do, um, consulting. There's, there's so many different things that you can do as a nurse. You can do concierge medicine as a nurse. Um, you know, just uh, triage over the phone, um, auditing, chart reviews. There's all different types of things um, based on your interests. And so really there's something for everyone, honestly, and underneath, uh, you know, you know, yeah, underneath the umbrella of, of nursing, really. So I tell a lot of young people, um, especially that, um, yeah, there are so many opportunities. You can do so many different things. Um, for me personally, um, you know, raising four kids, um, uh, for me, kind of staying put um, and moving within the hospital uh, worked well for me. Um, but it is so easy to have a real broad um, experience working as a nurse. There's really, um, there's, you know, the sky's the limit, really. So like, if you're kind of moving in and out of different roles as a nurse, mm -hmm. I, I think two things come up. One is I'm curious, like, does the skill set translate? So like maybe your specific nurse here, does that mean that you can be a great nurse everywhere or does that require different skills? And then how is it like, is it a, is it normal to maybe move in and out of a, a, a route or a role every two, three years? Or does, I mean, can it be six months and you're gone and you're trying something different or do hospitals typically want to see you kind of stay put for a while? Sure. Um, graduating as a, as a new nurse, um, you know, having an, an opportunity to, um, 
work as a, a nurse resident is really the very best way to start a lot of larger uh, or to start if you're going to be working actually in a hospital. Um, nurse residents uh, um, are enter a residency program that's typically 12 to 16 weeks. Most large hospitals um, offer something like that. And it's a fantastic uh, foundational program. From there, you know, you, um, you know, choose an area of discipline, you know, whether it's general medical surgical, if it's oncology, if it's labor and delivery, if it's, um, you know, cardiology, intensive care, ER, whatever it is that you choose, you then, you know, spin off and have some additional training there. Um, To answer your question about moving um, and changing, um, you know, learning, having a different background. For me personally, I've spent a lot of time in orthopedics, spent a lot of time um, in oncology, spent a lot of time um, in um, working in uh, some cardiology as well. Um, And then now in the OR um, to switch um, departments is not a difficult thing to do. They, uh, once you have been a seasoned nurse for a while, typically a minimum of two years once you're first starting, um, it's, uh, you can certainly apply for, you know, internships within the hospital. So you learn some cross-training, you can be a labor and delivery nurse and you can uh, switch over to uh, cardiology if you'd like. You know, you there's a, a, a six to, to 12 week training, um, you know, within that department. So um, how long do people stay? It, it varies. I mean, really the beauty of nursing in general is that there's so much flexibility and it's really one of the primary reasons why I chose it as a young, as a young person, Um, you know, as a nurse, you can work eight hours a week. You can work, you know, 60 hours a week, you know, with overtime, you can uh, you know, you can work, you know, weekends only, you can work night shift, you can work, you know, there's so much variability, which makes it so appealing. Um, So um, to, uh, but uh, to answer your question, changing departments is uh, an easy thing to do, but people, uh, you know, typically stay somewhere for, I want to say on average two years. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about, and I apologize if you, I, I don't know if you went over this. I don't think you did. So let's just, where did you go to college, by the way? Seattle Pacific University. But Mm -hmm. undergrad, right? Undergrad. And then, okay, so walk us through just typically the, the, you know, the process to become a nurse. So you go to undergrad, and then I'm guessing there is how many years after that? Uh, Well, um, or is there? There is not. If you are looking for a Bachelor of Science in nursing, so there's a few different options to become a nurse you know, to become a registered nurse. Um, There are many associates programs, uh, you know, um, at a community college, actually, you know, once you've um, satisfactorily uh, completed your prerequisite program, then you've been accepted into a two-year nursing program. A lot of times uh, they have, uh, you know, associates degree programs where you then can um, take the NCLEX, uh, the exam then to become a registered nurse. So you have an associate's degree. You can also go the track of um, a four-year degree where you, again, uh, complete the prerequisites and then apply to the program and uh, complete the program uh, within a four-year degree and have a Bachelor of Science in Nursing. Um, 
And then at that point in time, you can take the same exam, the NCLEX, which the associate's uh, degree student took um, and receive um, and then become licensed as a registered nurse. Um, from there, um, advanced practice nursing or advanced practice. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different routes okay. you can go you know, anesthesia, nurse practitioner, um, having your, just your master's in nursing. You could then of course go on to receive your doctorate, which is a lot of different things for me. I have a bachelor of science in nursing and I have found a lot of opportunity for me personally for, um, advancement, um, within my hospital with my degree of bachelor of science. At, um, I will say that, um, that, um, many hospitals do require uh, a Bachelor of Science in Nursing now as a minimum. Um, I know for our hospital, uh, you know, that is um, kind of the first criteria uh, as a Bachelor of Science in Nursing. Okay, so I'm a little slow on this, so apologize. So realistically, you can go four years in college, take the test, and then be employed as a nurse. Yes. Or you can go like anything, go deeper, go back to school, more specialized. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I guess maybe that's, an elevated nurse position, not like it's sure. better or worse. Okay. So, so, so for people watching, I mean, when you're going to university of Washington or TCU or whatever, do all universities provide this nursing curriculum, or is this something that you have to be really selective on when you go to school? Like, is it uh, any, any school provided or is it just only no. certain? Okay. Yeah, only certain schools. So you you want to be specifically looking for universities that have a nursing program. Okay, cool. But this is so. Let's just say, like when I went to UW, I, I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. But let, let's just say I'm at UW. I'm cooking along, and junior year comes along, and I think I want to be a nurse. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, <laughs> my school doesn't do it. So then, in that scenario, is the only option for them to leave the college and go to a different school. Like, what would you suggest if one of your daughters was like somewhere that didn't offer it and then halfway through said, mom, I, I think I want to be a nurse? Well, you have a, a couple options. I mean, yes. I mean, if you want to be a nurse and you're at a university that doesn't have a nursing program, you can complete your prerequisites at the university you're currently at. And then you can uh, transfer, apply to a, a um, apply to a nursing program at a different school. Um you, um, or, you know, or you can just transfer, but, um, yeah. and then get your, uh, do your prerequisites there. Um, or you can complete, um, your, uh, bachelor's degree, um, which, um, ironically is something that my daughter's doing. Um, and then you can apply to something called a, um, a post-bac accelerated nursing program. So what that is, is that uh, that's a second degree. So it's somebody who's completed a, um, a bachelor's degree um, and then yeah. enrolls in a second degree accelerated program, which then becomes a 16 month program to then receive a bachelor of science of nursing. Okay. That's mm -hmm. helpful. There's a lot of ways to get to the finish line, right? Just different routes. There's so a like, lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So I had a friend that I used to work with. She was a really good agent realtor and she decided to become a nurse. So like, let's just say you're 45 and you want to become a nurse. Is that accelerated 16th month program, probably the route that most people would participate in? 
It is if you have already received a bachelor's degree. Okay. Period. So it could be a bachelor's degree in psychology. Okay. Um, But um, you will then have had to have completed the prerequisites. But yes, if you're going back to school when you're 40 plus, I would definitely recommend an accelerated uh, nursing program as a second degree. Okay. This is interesting. So let's just say, again, I'm just really, this is maybe boring information for you, but I think it's really valuable if like you're a young adult or you're in school or high school even, and you're like, I think this is what I want to do. So let's just say you take the test, you pass, like Mm -hmm. you come out of four-year school and you have all the curriculum needs, you know, and now you get hired by Overlake. Is there like you said, is there like an initiation period, like a a year or two year period, or are you just fully on? You are a nurse. Congratulations. There you go. Yeah. um, So once you pass your NCLEX um, and, you know, that you're then applying for jobs, um, you I would strongly recommend applying to an actual residency program um, in smaller hospitals um, or maybe working in a nursing home or something, um, something a little bit different. You, you may not necessarily need to have a residency program. And then, of course, if you're doing something like you're working for Microsoft as a employee health nurse or working at the pro club, uh, working with their um, maybe working at a spa or, you know, some sort of a, you know, all different types. There's so many different parts of nursing. But if you're wanting to work in a hospital, then, yes, you need to you need to uh, you pass your your NCLEX exam. I would definitely you know, you, you really want a nurse residency program so that you have really great hands on training instead of just hitting the ground running. So, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah, So then what about like, what's your advice? I mean, we can even use your daughter, for example, but let's just say someone's wanting to get into nursing Mm -hmm. and like, there's so many disciplines or different areas of nursing. Is Mm -hmm. there a process that people go through to try to like, um, zone, uh, clue in or get clear on, I think I would like to be, you know, in the ER or the, or, you know, where people are having babies or whatever, like, is there a process to help people identify which environment that is, you know, most conducive to them, like what aligns with their values? Sure. Well, in a hospital, um, in that nurse residency program, you do have different rotations. So you um, you then are rotated through um, labor and delivery and, you know, the intensive care and the ER. And so it really and then kind of towards the end of the residency, you you kind of submit like a preference. Um, I I will say for um, young adults, you know, looking to make, um, you know, their career choice and those who who have really kind of focused on the the nursing route, I can't stress enough how important it is for um, those that are in nursing school to actually get a job, a paid job uh, within the hospital. Um, It's so important. hospitals in general will always want to hire their employees first. And um, so whether you're working as a nursing assistant or as a health unit coordinator or some some way that you're getting to know the staff, uh, familiar with the process, getting maybe you have a connection with the manager. Um, when you then graduate your nursing 
program and past year NCLEX, and they're hiring for a nurse residency program, you're the one they want to hire um, because you've made that connection. So whenever I've I've trained, um, you know, or I've I've worked with um, students that are um, doing their clinicals, which is something that you have while you're actually um, in your program, um, the nurses that I've or the student nurses that I've worked with, the best ones, I've always pulled them aside and said, promise me you'll get a job your senior year in the hospital, you know, so that you make that connection. Um, and like I said, you know, our hospital, you know, they, you know, one of the first line, first cuts is the bachelor's of science in nursing. With that said, you know, and AA programs are great. Also, um, you just may not have as many opportunities um, for employment with an AA as you would if you had a BSN. Um, but, um, but the, uh, um, the student nurse um, that is is finishing the um, their BSN program always want to encourage them to to get a job to make those connections. But you know, like I said, you know, at our hospital, that first kind of cut line is the BSN. The second is they're looking for their current employees first, or second, um, and then you know, there's kind of a process and how they they kind of weed through those applicants. Yeah, this is good advice. I mean. You know, a lot of people, I shouldn't say a lot, some people have access to people, right? Like friends, mm -hmm. family that can mm -hmm. give them this information. But, you know, there are a lot of people that don't have access to uh, the people or family, friends or people who love them and giving them good advice. So this is really good. I think these are the things that like, oh, God, I wish I knew that, right? You know, um, that might help people get employed. Um, a little bit ago, so I always get into... Like Jolene, this is the dance that I have with this podcast. It's it's like I on one hand, I and I always try to say this so you know where I'm going. Like my dad used to say, just get a job, you know, jobs work, it's not supposed to be fun and blah blah. So like I I I got into something without really even thinking about like what I'm good at. Like I got into sales, but you know, like a lot of things that make me unique that you know I was born in, in this world, like things I would leverage on a weekend for eight hours that I didn't even realize, like, I just love this or that. I didn't think like that when it, it came to choosing a career. And so I understand, like, you got to take action, you got to get out there. It's like dating, you got to date to know what you like. But I also think paying attention to the uniqueness of who you are is really important. Like, I, I know just getting to know you're very an amazing mom nurturing and and, you know, being a nurse is a no brainer. I can totally see why that would be a great route for you. Is there any advice you can give to somebody? I mean, it's kind of a deeper question, but like trying to uncover like the uniqueness of the person and trying to maybe merge that with a career where they can leverage their natural passions and skill sets uh, instead of just being like, ah, oh, I'll get a job and see if I like it. So is there any advice that like even with your kids, like, you know, if you want your child to do something, my guess is you want your children to do something they love. But what would you say to someone like that's gung ho on being a nurse? Would you caution them before to think about certain like, do you like to um, be of service to people? I mean, what are the things people might be able to do to make sure they're making the right decision if they want to go down this career path? Well, I think that, um, you know, there's, there have been days in my career where I have finished my shift and I've walked out of the hospital and you just take a breath of fresh air outside 
and you say to yourself, there is no one, no way that I could ever possibly describe to someone what I just experienced today. So that is just like an amazing moment where you feel like you have been at the bedside of someone who's dying. You've come in at the right time. You've provided CPR, whatever it is. You've just made a a human connection with someone on some level that, you know, as a professional you, it's like, I can't imagine another profession, um, that you can connect with human, with the humanity piece other apart from nursing. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And so, um, so that, that, that's a big deal. I think that, um, it's, you gotta start somewhere. Yep. And um, so as, um, you know, a young adult, you certainly, um, you know, you start somewhere, you keep your eyes open, you're meeting new people, you know, what, you know, one thing kind of leads to the next, you might want to switch departments, you may want to go back and get a little bit more education, you know, pull in, you know, um, you, you need to start somewhere. And then, you know, as you are mature and, and develop and, and realize you have more interests, um, you can certainly, you know, spread your wings a little bit or make a transition. The great thing about, you know, nursing is there, like I said, there are so many different things that you can do. So, you know, as we grow older and recognize, you know, more things about ourselves personally, it's an easy shift. It's an easy switch uh, within nursing or healthcare in general to pursue those, um, you know, paths for you personally. Mm -hmm. So this is good. So when you were just looking back, were there signs like that you can put your finger on? Like, oh man, I knew that I didn't know I wanted to be a nurse, but I always would take care of people. Mm-hmm. I love to do that. I love to like, I mean, were there, there was it always a foregone conclusion, conclusion that this is what you're doing? Uh, or w- were there signs of like, oh my God, there's an experience once I had, I was in the hospital and I remember this nurse was like life-changing for me. Like mm-hmm. what, what propelled you in this direction? Well, I, I actually think that, you know, I'm thankful that I had um, maybe the maturity as a, a 19 or 20 year old um, to recognize, um, apart from my career, the other things that I really valued personally. When I started in school, I was a business major. And, you know, the more I thought about my personal goals, what my hopes or my visions for my family would be like, I wasn't quite sure that this business track would align with what um, I was seeking in other ways. I wanted to have a college degree. I wanted to have a profession. I wanted to have a career. But um, my work-life balance, raising my family, um, you know, you know, being involved in different things in the community or my church or whatever it was, these things were also of great value to me. So I wanted to choose a profession that would give me the flexibility that I would be um, provided um, to be able to um, have, you know, margin and balance and, and, um, you know, over the years and, you know, the ebbs and flows really of life. So I actually, um, so that, you know, after my first year in college, I really realized that, um, you know, hmm, 
I, I genuinely deeply care about people and people's well-being. And um, my mom was a nurse. My grandmother was a nurse. I swore I would never be a nurse. <laughs> mm. And uh, but, you know, some things that are innate in you and the way that you care for others, um, you know, it's you know, I, I realized on my own that this was something that um, I, I was sure that I would be good at and uh uh, knew it would uh, provide me with that work-life balance, um, as well as fulfillment professionally, um, yeah. you know, as I, as I grew older, but, um, so it made the switch <laughs> and it took me a little longer. It took me five years in total, but, you know, I had to make the switch then, um, and, uh, you know, continue with and start those prerequisites. I, uh, I gotta say, I love, you're the first person I'm just going to say, what we, I don't think you realize what you just said, but that's the um, that's the elixir of like this podcast is you had insight into not necessarily I want to be a nurse or want to work in a hospital, but the lifestyle you wanted. And that's that's the that's it right there. Like, that's the thing that I'll be honest, when I was your age or that age, you know, now that I'm 52, like I didn't realize about 12, 15 years ago maybe no more like 20 when Michelle and I started trying to have a family. I didn't realize when I was younger, how important it was for me to be home mm -hmm. all the time. I had a dad who was a pilot who was gone a lot, which was actually good because he was a tough dad, but he, um, but like, I didn't realize like, I don't want to miss birthdays. I don't want to miss holidays. I want to, you know, I took my, my son to school today. I don't want to miss out on anything. Like I don't want to be gone you know, there's times where I have to go away for a week or something. And I, I, I love to travel, but I hate being away from family. So the fact that you were aware of, of kind of the lifestyle that you wanted, that's kind of what I want young people to think about. And I don't think they do think like that. And I think it's really good that you did that because you've carved out a, a life that aligns with your values. And, you know, and I think that's great. So I want to stay on this. So a little bit ago, you're talking about flexibility mm -hmm. and, it's interesting because like my assumption about being a nurse is not, it, it doesn't feel flexible to me. It feels like, let's just say you want to run home at noon and um, work out or something like, like talk to me about the real, the real world of flexibility <laughs> as a nurse, because like you, you're on, right. You're on for eight hours or whatever. And you can't like go hang out and go do, you know, go chill out at the beach or something like but you, I guess you have flexibility in the sense that you can create your schedule, but when you're on, you're on, right? Absolutely. Yeah. When you're on, you're on, you're either an eight or a 12 hour shift. Yeah. There's no running home for lunch or there's no, you know, stopping to, you know, peel out to, you know, go take your, your, your kid somewhere. But, um, when I say, uh, there's, uh, you know, flexibility, you know, you, you can work, you know, 24 hours a week and you can do that in, in two days. You can, you know, you can, there were many years where I worked 16 hours a week and I worked Sunday evenings and Monday evenings only. And that was from three to 11. The beauty of that was my husband was always home on Sundays. And on Mondays, I, I only needed a babysitter for three hours. And, uh, you know, until my husband came 
came home. So there was, you know, then there was times where, you know, I worked, you know, three, three days, you know, it was really easy to change my, my shifts, my hours over, over the years. Um, now with, you know, four college age kids and, you know, kids and, you know, expensive schools, you know, I've, you know, I have a job where, you know, I'm working more. Um, but again, my hours are fantastic. Um, I, I'm able to work um, 32 hours a week um, in three days. Um, so I'm my, my Friday is starts at one 30 on a Wednesday afternoon and, uh, I'm off till Monday. So I, I really have a fantastic schedule now, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm thankful that, you know, there's more partnership, you know, with, um, you know, um, you know, uh, in uh, raising children, you know, you know, now, um, with, um, with your partners or your partner, excuse me, but, um, you know, uh, you know, a lot, a lot still falls, falls on mom and to be truthful and, um, and, uh, you know, working full time as a woman, as a mother, um, juggling carpools, kids, snacks, meals, so many things. It's too much, you know, it's really a lot. And so, um, having, uh, working as a nurse, has just, yeah, I can't, you know, being a mom and uh, I can't imagine a better career. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. And I know how hard you work. I know how hard my wife works and I get it. Um, so that's an interesting way to think about flexibility is like it's structured flexibility. Like, yeah, you know, it's like as a pilot or a firefighter, you know, when yeah. you're on and when you're off, you're off. That's right. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> And the other really great thing about it, you're right, you're off, you clock in, you clock out. I don't have any emails that I need to think about, or I don't have a presentation that I need to give the next day, or I don't need to prepare for something else. You know, I, you know, I, I do clock in and I clock out and I start again fresh the next day. So there's a lot of, lot of, uh, benefit to that for sure instead of having hanging having something hanging over your head or in the next deadline so that's another really important thing to consider too you know with the whole work-life balance thing so if someone's getting into being a nurse and they just don't like waking up early or can they schedule i mean even in the beginning as a as a new person can they like schedule 10 to six or i mean or are they like pilots sometimes it's seniority like seniority excuse me where yeah. you have to like be around in order to get the the sweet you know flights and the hours are you mm -hmm. able to get that or do you have to work your way up the ladder you do kind of work your way um you know when you first start um you know the shifts uh, the schedule you're given is what's available so whether that's day shift evening shift night shift um you know it, it, it is variable um you know if um you're finding that you're needing something that you know, different for you, you can easily switch departments, do something different if, if, if the schedule is going to work better for you. Cool. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we have time, but I, I want to make sure we don't miss out on some things I always ask my guests. So you talked about some of the things you love. Is there anything else that like, Oh my God, I didn't know I'd love this so much. Like, you know, we think we know what we're getting ourselves into some very similar to a relationship. And then sometimes things change and, like, is there something that would be valuable to share? Um, and I want to also get into like the negative, like not every job is perfect and not everyone loves, loves, loves their job. So, you know, 
is there something about your job you're like ah oh, man not a fan of this just you know especially like if you're talking to your daughter and you you want her to be crystal clear on her decision and be aware of the reality of the job so a couple maybe things that you love that you haven't mentioned or even one and then maybe one or two things about the job that you would be not caution people on but just you'd want them to be aware of um sure i i mean i think that you know you know i i connect with people and i think that you know in a hospital setting uh, people are vulnerable and they need help and they need someone to come alongside of them. And, um, you know, I, you know, like I said, you know, there, there are times that you walk away saying, I, there's no way I can possibly describe to someone that human connection that I, I, I had, I met today. Um, you make a difference, you make a huge difference and it's, it's every day. Um, it's extremely rewarding it can be really hard. Um, it can, it can be depending on your situations. I mean, you could be working in labor and delivery and, you know, something really hard can happen, you know, you know, with a cesarean, you know, um, that's a whole nother part of it, right? It can be really hard. Um, you can be working in, you, you know, you know, a pediatric oncology unit and that's brutal, you know, that's tough, but, we need skilled, excellent nurses to be that person for that kiddo, you know, and um, to be that um, bridge for the parents and that support. I mean, we, we all need it. We're all human. We all, you know, we all need it, need help. We need great providers. Um, but nothing's perfect, you know, whether, you know, working in, you know, the corporate life or, you know, healthcare in a hospital setting as a, you know, nurse educator, whatever it is. No, nothing is perfect. Nothing's ideal. You know, it's how we look at it. Right. But I think, you know, I find that I really do like what I do. Um, and it also affords me the opportunity and the work-life balance to, to, um, pursue things that also bring me joy. Um, and so I think that's really important. I'm not going to find all of my fulfillment in my work, all of my fulfillment in my family. I need, you know, it's just important to recognize that, you know, you, you know, there needs to be that, that balance. So uh, not specific to you, but like, just is compensation hourly? Do you get a salary? Um, yeah. is, is there upside? Like, let's just say someone's motivated by money. I am. I like sure. money. Um, sure. Do you have the opportunity to make more money if you'd like? For sure. Okay. So uh, working as a nurse, um, as a, um, uh, a nurse within the hospital, um, most nurses are hourly. Um, if you have a management role, it's definitely a salary position. There are bonuses that are offered um, um, in a management position. Um, but nurses typically uh, within a hospital, registered nurse within a hospital will work an hour hourly wage. There are so many opportunities for extra shifts, so many opportunities. There's all kinds of um, incentives, bonus pay um, that, you know, nurses receive for picking up extra shifts. Um, like I, for my daughter, it, you know, when she graduates, I would 
probably encourage her to, um, instead of taking a full-time position, a 1.0 position, I probably would encourage her to take a 0.8 position. Um, so um, because there's always extra hours to be had and, you know, with, with great um, incentives like you know, like, I mean, even $25 more an hour, um, which is, you know, can, can be significant. Um, either, yeah, hospitals do all kinds of different things in terms of, of, of bonus programs. So just so I understand, that's really interesting. 1.0, does that mean like you're maxed out at how many hours 40. you can 40? Okay. So then if you do that and you want to do overtime, are you able to, or do they say, no, you only can work so many hours? They don't want to. Yes, you can work above 40 hours a week. They don't, you know, ideally they would rather not pay overtime, but yes, you okay. easily work more than 40 hours a week. Okay. Yeah. You know, when you're talking a little bit about, I don't, you didn't say negative, but like, I don't know, like some of the things you see, like, mm -hmm. I don't know how you leave them. Like, I, I remember going back to psychology school to get my doctorate and I wanted to work with young kids and I just like, we went through case studies and I remember like, you know, if I was working with a young boy who's maybe getting abused by his dad or beat up, I, I, I'd go knock on the dad's door and, and I probably would get my license revoked. But like, I don't know how, uh, like, so I recognize I didn't have the personality to do that job. Um, like, how do you, when you see something that's tragic, you know, and we don't have to get specific, but how do you leave that behind? Uh, it, it can be hard, um, but I think that organizations do a great job um, um, having debriefing sessions, um, and we do. We we debrief um, when there's a code or um, you know a, a tragic situation that happens. Um, you know, we all gather and we meet and we talk about it and. Um, yeah, I mean, there's great yeah. forms within the hospital to um, to um, kind of, um, I mean, I guess debrief is the right word, but to just kind of help um, yeah. resolve Good. things. Yeah. But, you know, there are, you know, mistakes happen as well. I mean, you think in the business world and you, you, you mess up on some sort of a presentation or a report or something. I mean, unfortunately, you know, there's errors, human errors also um, in the medical field. And, you know, if something like that was to happen to you, I mean, the, the guilt that you feel is, is real. Um, but there's more and more, I mean, over the years, there's so many more safety measures in place that um, making uh, mistakes or uh, medication errors or things like that is very hard anymore to, um, to make a mistake because there's so many safeguards in place. Um, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. No, it's good. So I've got a couple more questions, but before I get to those, I have kind of a, um, and it, don't be nervous. It's, it's a political question. So I'm going to articulate it in a safe way. So you don't feel pressure. I, I would think that like, what happens when you have an opinion or a belief system that doesn't align with medical industry or, you know, CDC or whatever. Right. So let's just, you know, there's a lot of examples I can give you, you know, recently, but what happens, I don't want to get specific on a, you know, sure. vaccine or whatever thing like that, but what happens when you have a belief system that contradicts what the, the message is or what the, uh, what, what they're telling you to do, 
um, is I guess the question becomes because like people when they get into careers, they also need to recognize are they total individuals with you know, freedom. And like, if you're in apparel, do you want to get crazy with designs or do you have to play it safe if you're with a big brand? Um, what if you, I mean, can you be an individual with your own opinions or do you have to fall in line in your world? Well, probably a little bit of both. So, um, yeah, there's, you have to, uh, well, I guess, I mean, in terms of my beliefs, you know, I don't have to fall in line. Um, In terms of standard of care, I have to fall in line. Um, In terms of best practice, in terms of hospital fault policy, I have to fall in line. And that also, um, you know, with some things that somebody might believe, you know, personally or politically, that has an impact too. You know, like, you know, like you you mentioned immunizations, our hospital um, respects people who have varying um, uh, feelings on that. Um, but, you know, but by making certain choices, there's other protocol that you need to abide by, which seems f- fair and respectful. Um, I, I have, uh, you know, in my career, you know, come across, you know, a time or two where I was not comfortable caring for a particular patient Um you know, under certain circumstances. And I've just let, let my superior know that, um, you know, this, uh, this isn't going to work for me. So, and the assignment was changed. So, um, I think that, you know, we, um, while we, um, are fair and equitable with everyone, um, we also need to take care of ourselves and respect ourselves and, um, you know, um, not compromise yourself. And so, um, there's a way to respectfully communicate with, with your boss to let them know what you're not comfortable with. Yeah, no, I mean, it could be in any industry, even like some of my people in big tech, uh, you know, you have to bend the knee sometimes and fall in line. And I think it's important to be aware of the environment or the career you're going into and, and take inventory of like, who you are. I mean, are you that person that always, like, I don't think I would have been good in the military just because I questioned everything. Mm-hmm. And some of my coaches playing sports, I know I drove them crazy because I was always curious, like why they wanted to call a certain play or whatever. So I was just really curious in the world of hospitals and medical care and, and being a nurse, if there is flexibility to have your own voice and sounds like there is. And I think it's really good that if you have communicate with your, your boss or your peers, it might, you know, help out a lot. Okay. So a couple of questions, if you were to do it again, like this is a question I throw out, I have a feeling I know the answer to this, but would you do it exactly the same way, knowing what you know now, or would you maybe have changed, changed it up? Considering the fact that I had four children, uh, five and under, um, you bet I would have done the same thing over again. Um, I think that my choice in nursing really had a lot to do with my family choices, my, my hopes for my personal family. Um, so considering the way our family has turned out the way it is, I am so glad that I had the career that I, I have had. Um, it's also really impacted me as a, a, an individual before, for the reasons that I've described, you know, before. Um, so yes, I would absolutely do it over again. Um, how would I do it differently? 
again, again, based on my family situation, I don't think I would have done it any differently. Maybe if I, um, you know, if my situation was different, maybe my kids were spread out a little bit more, or maybe I had two children instead of four children or what, or one child, or, you know, maybe things would, would have been different. And maybe I would have changed organizations. Maybe I would have gone to, you know, receive my bat, my master's in something, but I just, I'm so blessed to have so many different aspects of my life that bring me joy. You know, like I said, you know, I mean, you're, I mean, there's just a lot of, a lot of different parts of me. So yeah. this seems to, you know, fit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and knowing your husband, you know, I also know it's important to like have buy-in from your partner. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And I know like you are doing a lot, but when you're gone, mm-hmm. he's he's on right. Mm-hmm. And with four kids, mm-hmm. t- you know, that's a lot. And mm-hmm. I, I know that you do a lot too when you come home. So it's not like he's got the harder job. I'm not saying that at all, but I think it's really also important to recognize if you're going into a career, be aware of the, um, what that means for your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. the last question is, let's just say God came down and said, Jolene, you can't be a nurse. You can't be anything having to do with what you do. <laughs> like you just can't. Is there a dream job? And I ask this question because I think it's interesting. I'm interested personally, maybe I'm selfish for asking this, but I also think it's good because sometimes people will look at you and they'll say, she's just a, you know, a nurse through and through. But like, I think being a career in a career doesn't mean you don't have to identify. That's not who you are. That's what you do. Uh, Maybe some, it is who you are, but is there something out there like if that you dream about or that you joke about? That like, God, if I could do this, I would love to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting question because, you know, um, you know, as our kids, uh, you know, we have, you know, one left uh, at home and is is graduating shortly and heading off to college. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm at a place in my life where I start to think, you know, what's next? Do I want to do something different? I'm honestly, to be truthful, I don't know. So I'm, that's where I'm at, just trying to figure that out right now. Um, I, I think real estate would be super fun, but I don't think it would offer me the flexibility that I have that I, I really enjoy. Um, I, I love uh, planning things and, uh, you know, uh, events and, and those type of things. So um I think, you know, as a nurse, you have to be somebody that, um, you know, anticipates the need and, um, you know, uh, prioritizes and um, is a really good planner. And that spills over into other areas of life, too. And so you can uh, be a great organizer and, uh, you know, somebody who um, um, anticipates the need and be a fabulous corporate you know, event planner or something like that. So you have skills as a nurse that can translate into a lot of other professions yeah. easily. Um, so, but what my next step is, I'm not hundred percent sure yet. So I'm not going to quite let you off the hook that easy. So I'll give you an, <laughs> I'll give you an example. Like for me, I would love to write music for movies. Like I, I really get affected and impacted by music and like composers, like the background music of movies. And I've always been infatuated with like, you know, certain, um, uh, they're non-lyrical, right? They're just, it's just the music. And so like, I think that would be a dream job for me. And I'll, you know, I, and when I was younger, I wanted to be a 
football player, quarterback, and in an off season, be a, a leader of a rock band. So is there anything like just, <laughs> is there dancing, acting, um, artists? Is there anything that's totally different from wh where you've been? And that's okay if not, I'm just curious. Um, I'm inspired by your, uh, your dreams <laughs> all right you think about it and next time we have next time we'll get back to you next so, time we're together by the way yeah. and and thank god you didn't have two kids because carly is one of our favorites and uh, you have amazing <laughs> children so before i end this is there anything on the tip of your tongue that you felt like maybe i didn't ask you or that you're like god i i want people to know this or do you feel pretty complete no, I just would encourage you, uh, again, you know, young, young adults, especially really think about, uh, really think about, um, all the things that, um, you hope for, you know, um, in your future, um, you know, considering your family, considering, you know, what brings you joy, um, your interests, um, and then try to find a career that, you know, will help to encompass or allow you to enjoy all those things as a nurse um you know you we always need great healthcare providers and you know there are some that are are very average and there's some that just really make such a huge difference in the cool. lives of others and um you know um you can be so good so um yeah, I just would encourage, uh, it's been a fantastic profession, um, especially while I've, uh, while I've raised my family. Um, but, um, there are also so many different things you can do with it. So, um, also for those that are new to the profession, if you're discouraged, that's okay. You know, there are just, it's, you know, to some where you're starting is a stepping stone and, um, you can easily pivot and, uh, do so many different things. Um, yeah. And then the, I guess the last thing too, I would just reiterate again, that, um, if you're in school and you're prefer, pr pursuing that, um, that, that career as a nurse, you know, you, you know, get a job in the hospital, you know, before you graduate. So that's going to give you that foot in the door for sure. Yeah, that's good advice. I did think of one more thing. Um, are you, I mean, 30 years ago versus now, like, are you mm -hmm. starting to see more of a, a diversity in terms of like more male nurses versus female? Like, is it, I don't know if the statistics were, it was 80, 90%. I mean, is it a, is it, I mean, and the reason I bring this up is because I, I want people, you know, every kind of person in the world to realize that this is an opportunity for anybody, right? I mean, oh, yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. We're seeing a lot more uh, men in um, the nursing profession, um, you know, um, in, certainly in specific areas, which is I find interesting, uh, specifically in uh, intensive care or the ER or um, um, in the uh, yeah, intensive care, the ER and the OR, especially. It's, it's, so I find that interesting. That would be mm -hmm. kind of an interesting study. But yeah, I mean, I have somebody that uh, works full time three days a week, you know, 36 hours a week, and then is a avid soccer soccer player, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, one of our male uh, nurses, um, you know, in the OR and um, but just has the opportunity to have, you know, a great a great income and then be able to pursue these other things that he just loves, you know? So, but yeah. Yeah. I yeah. was just curious. Um, diversity. Jolene, you were awesome. I, I, you threw a lot at me. I mean, the cool thing about these interviews is I'm always curious, but I also think it's 
valuable to people. Um, but I learned a lot. Like, I mean, you think you know something about a career, but there's so much underneath that yeah. sometimes you don't know. So I'm going to end this here. I just wanted to say thank you so much. And uh, I know I'll see you soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Dirk. Thanks for having me. Thank you.